Devon stared at the impossibly tall circular buildings where Hadley lived. She said the complex was called Marina City. All Devon knew was that it was way nicer than any place she expected to live in after graduation. The two buildings boasted the House of Blues, a full-scale hotel, and a working marina where people could dock their boats. It was all a bit overwhelming. Come on! Hadley laughed at Devon while dragging her through the residential entranceway toward the elevator. They took the elevator up to the 43rd floor, where it deposited them on a rounded track leading to Hadley's apartment. She jiggled the key into place and stepped inside. Following close behind, Devon took in the small apartment. It wasn't much bigger than her apartment in St. Louis, and based on the location, Devon was pretty sure it cost triple what she was paying. The layout resembled a slice of a pie, with hallways on each side of the entrance leading into bedrooms, a small kitchen off to the right, and an L-shaped living room with a conjoined dining room. The best part was obviously the view through the floor-to-ceiling glass wall that led out onto the balcony overlooking Michigan Avenue, Grant Park, the Chicago River, and beyond to Lake Michigan. Being the windy city and all, Devon briefly wondered how cold it got up here in the winter. She was cold enough in St. Louis without being 43 floors high. Make yourself at home. Garrett won't be back for another hour or so. I hate how late he works, but at least it's not the night shift. I hate when he has to work the night shift. Hadley tossed her bag onto the couch and turned to face Devon. We have an extra bedroom if you go through the door on your left. You can put your things in there. Thanks, Devon said, walking into the guest bedroom. She placed her bag at the foot of the queen-size bed and stared around the room. Devon could tell that Hadley had decorated this room. It didn't look like anything a guy would have put together. Long white panel curtains hung from the glass wall, which opened to its own balcony. The bed had a pretty patterned quilt on it with a couple of matching pillows. A dark wooden five-drawer dresser sat against another wall, and large paintings of flowered landscapes were displayed around the room. Walking toward the balcony, she flipped the lock, slid back the door and walked out onto the platform. It was really a very pretty view. So much to see and so little time, Devon thought. She pulled out her phone from her pocket to check her email. She immediately deleted a newsletter from Wash U along with a series of spam emails. As her finger lingered over the next one, she bit her bottom lip, indecision creasing her forehead. She really wanted to read it, but she couldn't do it. Not having the courage to just delete the email, she moved it to a separate folder. Out of sight, out of mind. Just as she was scrolling to the next email, her phone lit up. She stared down at the screen, letting it ring a few more times, before stealing herself and answering. Hey, Mama, Devin said. Hey, Dixie! Her mom cheerfully called into the phone. Mom, Devin complained. It's just Devin now. You'll always be my Dixie girl, her mother drawled. Devin was pretty sure she would never convince her mother otherwise. I know, but can't you just give it a try? You named me, after all. 
Why do you have to be so difficult? Dustin and Danny don't seem to have your propensities.